people, you're welcome to create or die trying with Saga. On the show, have you guys here? Sorry for the start. We had a little bit of technical issue with Facebook. Uh, I think it's a little bit of camera connection and all of that. We are not able to get the cameras connected uh, appropriately on channel with it for 15 minutes. Uh, so apologies for that. Thanks very much for still uh, keeping a date with us, especially today uh, that we're talking about something uh, a, a little bit um, uh, like foundational to the. To the, to the full aspect of creativity as what it is. Uh, critical thinking, I had the pleasure of delivering uh, most of what I'm going to uh, share actually today at a program I was uh, invited to lecture at sometimes last year, I think July uh, 2018. And uh, it was about critical thinking, the, the art of questioning everything. So that's going to form the foundation for our talk today. But we're also going to be looking at um, how to find space to create, how to create your space to create. We get so buggered up as creatives and a lot of things that happen to us in life. So we are always, always, always uh, like falling into routine and then don't have the time and space to create. Or Pricing, Ikpemi, uh, Pricing, thanks for joining us as a first viewer on Facebook. Thanks, Ikpemi, for joining us. And Tolu Wala me joined as well on Facebook. Thanks for being here. All right, now. Uh, in case you have not heard that you've been living under one one uh, area, Marua, for quite a while, and you have not heard about garage combat, I, I like seriously, eh? I'm going to go make copy everywhere. Just go out like that and go and get your own copy. If you have not gotten your copy by now, kilo shelle now. Something worry you so, eh? All right, guys. Um, um, that's me uh, looking at my area boy side there. there. That is, I am John uh, Netine, Netien. I'm John Netien on Instagram Live. Thanks very much. For uh, joining us, Netin. Uh, thank you very much for doing that. So, um, for those who have yet to get their digital copy of Guard Combat with the one that waiting the world in Nana, go get this. This is like no comic is like this at all in the Nigerian scene. You have, you have never read a comic book like this. Go check it out at www.comically.com. That is www.comicly.com. Iklyy.com. Go check that comic book out. I mean, seriously. And then for those window damo, you know those ones where we say digital never enter their body and now print, print, print and reach out. Anyhow, sha, we don't enter garage for your side. We don't enter press. Eh, for Namata, we don't enter press. The hard copy goes soon come out. So no excuse to be copy when you come out. Twali, shoto, shomo. All right. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you very much for that. I think my mama would have named me some very wonderfully rad name. Um, but she, she, they gave me the Fuji uh, Monica of Anidip somewhere in there. In between all the names, they managed to put, uh, uh, what's his name, in there. Okay. And we have getting calls from community.com about the fact that quite a lot of activities going on on the Garage Combat uh, viewership page. Thanks a lot for those who are. Uh, picked up their digital copy and the issue about it, I think we're already working on making that uh, is to work out. Uh, Kent Olayimelele joined us as well as Oulabi Olariwajaladimijibros. Kent, thanks for tuning in. And Natalu Olashe said, glad to be here. Always glad to have you, bro. Thanks for joining us. Rafael Kazim, Rafael Baba, thanks for tuning in. And Muyo Gojemite is also on. Thank you, Muyo. Thank you for joining us today. So I hope your Monday is off to a great start. You know, we always have to ask a little bit 
about that uh just to uh, get this going because we know that mondays are like an interesting day i, I call them an interesting day because i i've had a series of meetings this morning uh till now and a lot of things to plan it looks like it's going to be a wonderful end of year and the next year is just going to be supremely awesome and i believe that's going to happen for everybody every creative person looking at me out there there's a lot a lot of issues to solve in the country man so much opportunity do you know ah the opportunities that they only have like i don't know a cloning machine and create like 10,000 versions of myself and I can take opportunities in there. Plus, Ken says, you are just a clown, sir, guy. I know you're a clown. Ah, you're a lawa, garage lawa, so you see. Eh, Nile, ba, Pilebe, all right. Okay, Brazil, thanks for tuning in. Um, I hope your weekend was nice. Mine had something um, interesting. I just recently found out that my kids have been doing some um, scientific experiments in their house. They've been trying to create an element, a new element of the periodic table, something that is called um, popotonium. Uh, they are trying to create a new element by freezing popo juice and adding super glue. I don't know how that is supposed to work, but somehow um, I, I saw frozen in the freezer. And um, let's just say nobody's breathing in Popotonium just yet. Perhaps they might end up creating something interesting, but the weekend was particularly interesting for me. So, in case you just joined us for the first time, you know, check out past episodes of my page on Facebook, or you can log on to www.anchor.fm to listen to podcasts of uh, previous episodes of the show, and this one will be on that podcast as soon as the show is out of the of Facebook Live and on Instagram Live as well. Thanks very much. Your comments and contributions and questions are welcome as the show goes. And remember, somebody might be able to learn from what you have to share at any point during the course of the show. So feel free to drop your comments in there and your shout out for anything that you want to talk about. And for those who are yet to get Garage Combat, comically.com, www.comi. KNY.com. Why you no go get them? Go get your garage combat. Sharp, sharp. All right. So long as they don't burn the house down, it's all good. That's the first you have to say. So long as they don't burn the house down, and that is also a risk I live with on a regular basis because those kids have got the penchant for electrical engineering and they keep like plugging live wire and things up. <sighs> okay. Breathe, breathe. Okay, all right. All right. So Dr. Taylor is tuning in as well. I said they could snatcher. Thanks very much, Snatcher. Thanks for joining us. I read Sunday Ade Umialabi also joining on Facebook Live. Today's topic: critical thinking and the space to create. Now it's gonna be um, I mean, by when I looked at the um the, the, the topic and what we have to share today, I realized we might not be able to cover everything in this particular episode, but we'll do everything we can to go as far as we can on this while i also will be sharing tips on how to create enough space for you to create all right uh, we all think that as creatives our creativity comes automatically you just wake up and boom you're able to create an own we do not realize very often that we fall into a um, a routine uh, activity instead of creativity we just basically flow you know wake up do this sleep wake up do this sleep wake up do this. we do not exactly operate on a creative space because we have not given ourselves time and space to actually create so we've given ourselves tips on how to achieve that but our core topic today is on critical thinking the heart of questioning everything okay so additional for joining us and prince tade olushile tuning in as well on facebook live and with Umefian Epepe, 
join in on Facebook Live. Thank you very much for Nancy Shola says the Green Queen has joined you too. Yes, the Green Queen is welcome in the house. Thank you very much, Mama. Eh? How are you looking? Thank you, Ma. Thank you for joining us. Area. <laughs> All right. Okay. Um, let's let's get this on the show. Remember, you can question and get your comments uh, along as the show goes on. So. Critical thinking, the art of questioning everything. This is going to be excerpt from a presentation I had uh, at an event sometime last year that I felt I needed to share it uh, with everybody out there. So let's go into uh, critical uh, thinking by uh, looking at the definition, okay? So what does critical thinking mean? Uh, th critical thinking means making reasoned judgments that are logical and well thought out. Take that again. It means making reasoned judgments that are logical and well thought out. It's a way of thinking in which you don't simply accept all arguments and conclusions you are exposed to, but rather have an attitude involving questioning uh, such arguments and conclusions. So you question such arguments and conclusions. You do not accept things that come to you immediately. That is the essence of critical thinking. But it is making reasoned judgments that are logical and well thought out. Let's get that uh in like that now there are some keywords in there that automatically uh points us in the in the area where critical thinking is a core factor to being a creative person okay we have talked about it in the earliest, earliest part of the show regarding how uh, a creative person is the one who does not look at the sky and see just the sky who does not see the bird and see just the bird flying but begins to see the link between the bird and a human being how can a human being fly you know, how can we be in the clouds? How can we swim in water? How can we do this? They begin to question what is immediately visible uh, beyond that. So the key uh, words to notice in that definition will be making. That simply, that is one. That's conscious effort towards a result. That is when you do something, when you actually take action, a conscious effort towards getting a result. Then reasoned, that a weighed uh, against options and something that's analyzed. For something you have weighed, something you have analyzed. You have weighed against several options and you have gotten it out. Then logical, that is something that makes sense and stands well against facts and the known. Note that it is uh, about the keywords are making, reasoned, logical, and then well thought out. Okay, that simply means all options have been considered and reviewed for merit and effectiveness. There's a lot of logicality in there and practicality, and also there's questioning. Looking for whole misses, oversights, undersight, possible uh, uh, is, uh, um, scenarios that you didn't look at, possibilities, imagining, and then imagining alternatives. Questioning is not just all about questioning. It composites of uh, looking at the holes, the misses, the oversights, the undersight, the possibilities, and then imagining alternatives to exactly what is being done. So that being the definition for what critical thinking is, making reasoned judgments that are logical and well thought out okay now uh, there are several misconceptions about critical thinking that a lot of people go out there and i have encountered them with people and it's one thing when we encounter people who don't want to um get into critical thinking is because they fear certain things are attached to it that they might lose i mean people uh, don't exactly think the guy who questions everything is somebody want to hang around okay so let's talk about misconceptions about critical thinking number one the people think if I do this, I might not know where to stop. You know, you know those children that come around. Anybody with kids around will understand this. The kid asks, "Why is the earth round?" Uh, because of this. Then he says, "Why is that so?" Then you answer that question. Then another why and why and why and why and why until you get go meet your mother, or you know, don't you have assignments to do or something you want them to go? So people are afraid that 
if they keep on having a critical thinking mindset about things around them, they might not know where to stop. So they just don't do it. They don't question things. And then number two, people believe that if you have uh, develop critical thinking capabilities, you end up questioning way too many things. You begin to question things you probably shouldn't question or things that are, are people like, and you're questioning why now? It has been like that since the days of our forefathers. How dare you question it now? So a lot of people think, oh, wait, I do not want to be in a situation where I'm questioning things that I'm not supposed to question. So you rather not stop. Number three, this one has to do on for those who cherish their, their faith a lot. People believe that if you employ critical thinking as a part of your daily creative life, you will lose your faith. The one thing I've observed is some creative people take it either to the extreme or don't do it at all, where people think, okay, if I begin to have critical thinking about things, that means I have to understand certain things that I consider evil that my religion might not exactly accept. And, I, and if I keep doing that, I might just turn to a philosopher or a psychologist and they basically renounce God or my faith, and then I'll lose it. I don't want to lose my faith. I'd rather not get into this critical thinking setup. Okay, that's number three. Number four, people believe that if you lose it, if you keep critical thinking up, you will lose your personal values uh, as it goes, as, as you go on. That the things you value the most, you'll have to weigh them differently, you have to question them, you have to actually reanalyze them and rearrange them, and you might end up losing all your values if you keep doing that questioning thing when you keep questioning things. Well, all this are founded only on one thing, fear. People believe that if you do this, you will not be able to come back. If you get into critical thinking, it controls you. Uh, well, it's like uh, saying that if you start using pencil, pencil controls you only if you let it. All right? Critical thinking is the tool you are constantly applying. In fact, let's go down to something. And I mentioned this back in that uh, presentation I had, and it was to an Islamic setting, by the way. I imagine presenting a critical thinking uh, paper at an Islamic setting. So uh, you, you imagine the kind of, uh, by the way, the audiences, mm, they loved it. And I got a lot of uh, interactions after after the presentation. Anyway, so here is a core factor for everything you believe right now, for everything you follow right now as an individual, okay? Somebody questioned an existing thing to formulate what you are presently uh, believing in. If the prophets that brought the faith that came to us uh, did not question what was on ground when they came on ground, would they have decided to talk against it? All right, if they had just accepted what was going on and did not question it, would they have created uh, the, the religion and the faith that we all follow right now? Would they even have, uh, the people that invented, the people that created the thing that we're presently using in society, if they just accepted that, look, everybody's working on their food, Let's not make things harder by inventing the car or trying to get on a horse or a donkey or using a cart. Why do you want to invent the wheel? Don't worry. Everybody is on their feet right now. That's the way we have always done this with our forefathers. Don't question that. No. Questions about society, about creation, about everything around has always gone on. In fact, it's the basis for creativity, it's the basis for advancement, it's the basis for improvement, and for actual growth of the human race. Uh, Shagun Samuel, show to join in as well on Facebook. I hope you guys can still hear us quite well. I do not know exactly um, if that step is. Anybody comment on Facebook if you are getting it loud and clear, let me know. And then Akitoba Kalejaye, my co-host. Been a while, bro. Thank you very much for joining us, Akitoba. Thanks a bit. And then Herb McGuin uh, joined us also on Facebook. Herb, thanks very much 
for being with us today. So we're talking about critical thinking, the art of questioning everything and why some people don't do it because they have a misconception about critical thinking. Well, these misconceptions are based on fear that the critical thinking ability would control you. However, that can only happen if you let it. At the back of your mind, also realize that um, you are where you are today because somebody questioned what is previously existing. Okay, everything we are seeing right now on this planet happens and is created by people who decided to look at things as they were and say, why is it like this? Why can't it be somewhere else? Why can't it be in a different way? Why can't we do this? Why not that? All right, so, okay, thank you, Atshola, for telling us, getting it loud and clear. Thanks very much for that, I appreciate it. Um, so that will be the misconception. But now let's approach uh, the things to, to note about, creative, about critical thinking. Um, what uh, determines how you use critical thinking? Okay, what determines how you use critical thinking is not uh, critical thinking as an action itself or as a process itself, but more about the disposition and the character of the critical thinker. Okay, that is what differs. So disposition and the character of the critical thinker differs from the behaviors and processes associated with critical talk. Who you are as an individual and the process of critical thinking are two different things. You can employ critical thinking. It doesn't become you. All right? See, uh, being a critical thinker does not automatically mean you are no longer this, you are no longer something else. You are still who you are. You're just employing the process of critical thinking. Attitude and character cannot be taught, but processes can. Who you are is something you have learned by yourself or developed by yourself over time, but a process you can actually learn how to do it because it comes in step. Okay, your worldview is shaped. Um, your worldview shaped the assumptions you make. So the guy with the hammer, everything is a nail. It's the easiest thing to do. So you know this. So you must be. Uh, so you must be applicable at all times. I mean, if you know something, the automatic thought is that since I knew it from last week and it worked last week. She work right now and she will be particularly okay. So most of us are completely comfortable being in the position that we are in. We might not want to get out of it. And so we will find anything not to do a critical thinking or apply critical thinking as a process. Now, note something quickly. Knowledge is key to critical thinking. Does that statement sound familiar? There's one other activity that is completely wrapped up on the foundation of knowledge. Yeah, you got it. Creativity. Creativity as knowledge as its key foundation. You must know the previous two things that existed before you can find the link between them. Those two things must be known to you. If you have never seen a phone before, if you have never seen a camera before, thinking of a camera phone would be a bit difficult to do, if not absolutely impossible. All right? So Knowledge is key to critical thinking. Knowledge, however, is different from realization. We're going to get into this shortly. And I think I mentioned it before. What you know and what you understand or realize are two different things. All right? I can know a lot about the world, but I've only realized and experienced just a few of those things. The rest of the things I have are knowledge-based. They're just information, data that I can process to apply to things. I get realization when I apply that knowledge. Okay, the main components of critical thinking are an individual's ability to consciously reflect on and evaluate their own thought processes. All right, the critical and main component of being able to apply critical thinking is your ability to consciously reflect on your own thoughts 
the way your process, your mind works, the way you are thinking, for you to be able to understand your own thoughts and then evaluate it, self-editing, looking at what you just thought about, looking at what you just said, looking at what you are proposing to do, and then critically analyzing it to make sure it works. It requires analytical skills and an appreciation of rules and criteria for making reasonable judgments as well as the ability to use those skills. You have the analytical skills uh, and you have an understanding of the rules and criteria judging what you are about to analyze and then you are able to use those things. Let me uh, check out some comments in here. Akita says, critical thinking is important. I think to an extent, a lot of people compartmentalize. Nothing wrong with that, but I think it's hypothetical, hypocritical uh, to not apply critical thinking across the border. All things need proof, but special claims like the dead rising need special proof, merely an example. I get what you mean. All things need critical thinking. And then critical thinking, all things need proof in one form or the other. All right. Now, with only one thing to add to that, the, the, the beautiful thing about the planet we are on is that knowledge is not absolute. Nobody has all the details, all the data about anything existing on this planet right now. In fact, all we know now is all we know now. All right. Up until a few, uh, some few thousand or hundred years back on Earth, people believed the Earth was flat. Up until a few uh, hundred years, people thought malaria was a death sentence. So some things that we knew back then, that we, had, uh, that we thought were facts, that we had proof they were facts, turned out eventually that there was other proof to show that we just didn't quite know it yet. I read it once somewhere that um, because we are not able to see uh, microorganisms, doesn't mean they don't exist. We might not have proof. I mean, they didn't have proof back then that microorganisms existed because they didn't have the tools the methods, the mechanisms, everything required to see those microorganisms. So basically, they assumed it was fact that these are things you could not see. Okay? So that's the only thing I had to add. Everything that needs proof, the proof might not come immediately, but it might come over a period of time. A critical thinker keeps that open at all times. Okay? So here's the benefits of applying critical thinking to everything that you do. Okay? And let's go back to one thing to realize that as a creative person, critical thinking is the core of what you do. All right? The fact that you're creating simply means you are critically thinking about things and analyzing everything that comes to you. You don't just think about doing a poster. You're thinking about adding something to that poster to make it different. You're not just thinking about taking the picture. You're thinking about how that picture can reflect on something else completely different from what it is. You're not just trying to draw something. You want to have that drawing say something to the person that sees it. Okay, so you are basically analyzing every drawing, every painting, every word, every writing, every song, everything like, how does that work? How does that flow? Who appreciates this? How does that click in? How does that do this to that and all the mix? How do they exactly work? You are constantly, basically criticizing everything that is for you. And then you are looking for the, why not? What if? They're looking for those questions in there. So benefits of critical thinking, number one, it saves you time. Okay, when you have a critical uh, thinking mindset, you would already know that not all information is relevant to your immediate decision making. That's one of the key things a critical thinker immediately develops. You understand that not every information you get is completely relevant to the decisions you need to make right then and then. Okay, the wala is oftentimes we do, we do not often know uh, how to filter out the relevant information from the relevant. Critical thinking teaches you how to prioritize your time and resources by analyzing what is essential to the process, okay? So it allows you to just basically know when people come to you to say, wait, 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 
okay, remove that one is not relevant to this, remove that one is not relevant to this. This is what we're talking about. This is what we're trying to achieve. This is the goal for this particular discussion. So everything we talk about should follow into that goal. Okay, then number two, critical thinking enables you to see beyond, not judge cultural norms, and uh, but it allows you to see beyond cultural norms and learn how to understand other factors that can influence decision making. As a critical thinker, you are not just thinking about, oh, okay, this is not relevant, this is relevant. They're thinking about, okay, beyond this our goal, what's the impact? See, we know that these things are not relevant to the goal we're trying to achieve. But what about the result of the goal that we're trying to achieve? Because you're critically thinking, you can think beyond the goal and think about the potential impact of what you're trying to achieve on the people you are trying to unleash that your idea on. So maybe in the context, let's take a comic book project, for instance, as an example. Uh, while you're sitting down trying to come up with the ideas for the comic book, we know that all you're trying to do is create a character that can do this and this and this, and the comic book that will uh, end up in this particular format. Good. All is well and good. But critical thinking allows you to immediately go, okay, what if we get this comic book done exactly as we want, and then we put it in the market? What exactly would the market see? Who are the people that are trying to get this comic book to? You are seeing beyond what is on ground. You are taking it beyond uh, uh, what you want right now. You are going at the, the environment. You are not trying to say, look, I have an idea and I'm going to post it on the wall. You are saying, look, let's understand what the world is even talking about. Why do they think this way? Why are they going to expect me to produce this kind of book or not? Why would they like it? Why would they not like it? You are not trying to judge them as whether um, they should go away if they don't like it. You are trying to say, look, if they don't like it, there must be a reason. What's that reason? You understand that reason. You seek to understand that reason instead of just judging it and setting it aside, okay? The empathy and understanding is crucial to effective teamwork and leadership in the creative field. You need to be able to empathize. That means you understand people first before you seek to understand what you're trying to say. That's number two. Number three, being a critical thinker enhances your communication, okay? Critical thinking can make you a more effective communicator. When you know your stuff, so your audience, you know what you're talking about. You see beyond what you're even talking about. Okay, you know this, you know this is your idea, but you're seeing beyond your idea. You're seeing beyond, uh, you're seeing way into how to impact and affect the people that would actually be impacted by this idea you are creating. So with that at the back of your mind, when you talk, you can present it in a way that they will understand, which will effectively make you a better communicator. I mean, what's the essence of communication? The very end of it, feedback. If you don't get the right feedback, your communication is lost. All right, uh, my co-host said something here. Um, I think there are different types of creators. There are creators who create to buttress an existing bias. My point is that they have already decided the goal before they even started the race. Like a policeman who decides a black man is guilty no matter the proof before you even start investigating. So these types of creatives do not need critical thinking. Not saying that they are bad as a result of this. I get that. All right, there are people, see, critical thinking is a tool, and there are people who choose not to apply because look, uh, this is what I want to achieve, this is what I want to do, and everything contrary to that, I will not accept it as real. Simple. And that is not exactly uh, what makes them uh, a bad creative or not, it's just make them not a critical thinking creative. That is up to each individual to determine. But you have got to choose and decide at the beginning if you want critical thinking to be a part of your process. I can never say it. I remember a commissioner who was a Christian disparaging my book merely because it was about traditional characters. He was not ready to evaluate the book because of his existing bias that all things traditional are evil. A position portrayed by his worldview. See, my, I totally get what you mean. And that's why at the beginning of this conversation, remember I said that um, 
the critical thinking process does not uh, change the person. Who you are is actually what will determine how you use the critical, critical thinking uh, tool for your own uh, benefit or to discard it. It's up to you. And the misconceptions about critical thinking is, look, if you begin to, uh, let me use your example, if you begin to look at these um, traditional things, like maybe they are not so bad, uh, very soon they'll be carrying jazz into the church. And they will bring in jazz into the mosque and all of that. No, we don't want that. We don't want the jazz people of Babalawa to be coming to church. So in other words, do not even try to see or understand exactly what is going on in there. Don't even try to see if the story makes sense or the story has an impact that people can get from. Do not try to accept it at all. Okay, so there is also that way of thinking. There's something I'm going to mention in here that I'll probably reach into it for the topic. Um, understanding something does not mean acceptance of it. I hope we can get that clear. The key thing that may be wrong with a lot of us out there as creatives uh, is that we think to choose to understand something means you have accepted it as okay or right. No, okay? I, I think we mentioned this on the show before, and it's something that we all need to imbibe as a, 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 a motto of sorts for our lives. Understanding something does not mean acceptance. I can understand why somebody would steal. I mean, he was hungry, he was broke, didn't have cash, so he went ahead to steal somebody's food. I understand he was hungry, but bro, stealing is still a crime. So you are going to get penalized for stealing. It's just that. I understand the predicament, but the law is still the law. I don't have to accept what he has said or what he has done as right. Okay? So that is the point in there. Thank you very much, Akitaba, for sharing that. And like I said, uh, this is not going to be for everybody. But people are just, uh, appreciation does not mean indulgence. Exactly. You're right, Akitaba. Appreciation does not mean indulgence. I mean, I appreciate what you're saying, but I'm going to say no. Simple. Okay? So number three, enhanced communication. Number four, decision-making abilities are transformed. When you are a critical thinker, with a critical thinking mind approach, and uh, you, you make decisions uh, easier. You leave intuition and guess what decision making behind and begin to work on a more analytical and considered by basis, uh, resulting in sounder decisions. Your decision making process is different. As the information is coming to you, you are basically analyzing their impacts, their not mentioned impact, the things that is being said, the things that is not being said, and it immediately gets you into what the true problems are. Okay? That's number four. Number five, reason. Not only will you become a more reasoned and balanced problem solver, you will learn the two types of reasoning as you become a critical thinker. You will learn the inductive, that's the additive kind of uh, reasoning, and then the deductive kind of reasoning, that's subtractive. And when it is appropriate to use one over the other. Um, uh, let me quickly try and briefly explain the difference between additive and deductive um, uh, reasoning. The additive reasoning begins from the basis and begin to add layers on, okay, if this is what we want, then that means we can do this. Then that also means we can do this, and then we can do this, and you build on that layer. Whereas deductive takes the entire goal of this is what we're trying to achieve and begins to break it down in, okay, uh, if we try this, that might not work. So let that out. That means we're left with this one. But if we try with this, that means it might not work with this one, and then take that out. So we'll go down for that until you get to that crucial, crucial one, like you're chipping off all the layers of the unnecessary information, unnecessary assumptions, or data that might not be proven or not, things that are not provable and all that until you arrive at the core of the problem or the core of the matter you are actually dealing with. So it allows you to become a better reasoner, if there's such a word. You can reason better. That's number uh, five. Number six, 
Okay, sorry, uh, that's number that's number five. Okay, that's a, that's about it. So now, we're talking about critical thinking and the benefits of critical thinking. Um, but the thing is, as a uh, what and um, what skill do you need to actually employ as a critical thinker? What things do you need to possess to actually know that you are able to access your critical thinking abilities and you are using the processes very well? Okay, let's analyze them one by one. Number one skill. Something seriously required for the critical thinker, curiosity. You have got to be a child all over again consistently. And the desire to learn uh, and get more information and seek evidence as well as being open to new ideas. Always constantly seeking to learn something new. I think we mentioned this before on the show about the differences between being taught and learning. Learning is self, self-created. Uh, you choose to learn. When you are taught, you are not choosing the information that is, that is coming to you. However, when you learn, you are the one actively choosing the information you wish to acquire, you wish to process information you wish to own. Okay? So being curious means you are constantly looking for new things, constantly seeking out evidence, all right, as well as being open to the possibility that maybe there's just no evidence for this. Maybe we haven't gotten the evidence right now. We might get it in the future. Let's hold on to that information just in case more information comes in over the future. So curiosity does not mean... You discard, you discard things because there's no proof for them right now. It simply means you are thinking, okay, what if it's just that we don't fully understand this right now? I mean, people didn't think it was possible for uh, 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 for people to travel to Mars a long time ago. It was more like impossible. Animation was an impossibility a long time ago. So why just discard it? Somebody has to feel, you know what, let's hold on to that information. It might just pop up somewhere in the future. All right? That is what curiosity does to you. That's number one. Number two, optimism, okay? The critical thinker is always optimi optimist, uh, optimistic about the future, about everything around them. There's always a bright side. Every problem has a solution. Otherwise, it's a fact of life. I actually learned this from uh, one of my favorite pastors in all of Nigeria, that um, any problem that does not have a solution is not a problem. It is just the fact of life. Death is not a problem. It's, it's a fact of life. All right, so uh, that does not have a solution per se, it is just what it is. But an optimist looks out for there's always a solution, there's always a way out, and he believes that look, whatever this problem is, there's always a solution. If there's no solution, then why are you bothered? It's it's permanent, it's a part of life. You do not need to actually take it off. So, a, a critical thinker gets to the bottom of that as quickly as possible by using the optimistic spirit. Um, Kola Wale Bidemi William joining as well as Martin Okonkwo, Martin Baba, thanks for tuning in. And Saburi Akinede joining as well. Then uh, Brass Kent replies, uh, Kitaba saying, most of our representatives in government aren't critical thinkers. And that's why we are where we are as a country. While I agree slightly with that, Brass Kent, yes, the people representing us in government, most of them are not critical thinkers. But here's the really bad part. We, the people that, that form over... 90% of the entire population of the country, most of us are not critical thinkers as well. And that's where the dangers really lie. Because if, uh, I mean, one million people, out of them, out of all of them, a few of them don't have, uh, a few of them are the only ones operating critical thinking. But you now have over 130 million people and over 90% of them are not critical thinkers. You know the figures really uh, way more on us, in quote, the masses. I refuse to be one of the masses. I'm just a Nigerian, all right? So we look at that 
we must always keep that in mind at all times that it's still on us. That's number two, uh, optimism. Okay, we have said curiosity, one of the skills required for critical thinking. And number two, optimism. Then number three, skepticism. Isn't that like, um, like an opposition to being an optimist? So a critical thinker is both an optimist and a skeptic. A, a, a critical thinker doesn't take things too seriously. Everything changes. They believe everything and they believe nothing. A critical thinker takes every information at the value it comes to me and begins to process them for value, for usefulness, for, for practicability, for application, and see how it works. So nothing is serious. That even works for the optimism. Because if you don't take things too seriously, it is easier for you to look at everything as, oh, there's no light. Okay, maybe there's a way we can actually get this done. And all. Oh, my, my clothes has bonds. Maybe that he thinks about things. Somebody promises that I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. Like, okay, sure. Uh, but in the meantime, I'm going to actually do this. All right? So a, a critical thinker does not wait for things to get done for them. They make things happen. They believe everything and they believe nothing. Okay? Number four, sense of responsibility. A critical thinker has a full sense of responsibility. It is not the government's fault. It is not your neighbor or the state or your family or the church or society or the mosque or Christians or Muslims or church. Anyway, nothing. It is all on you. The fact, this might be the core thing a critical thinker needs to have, that you realize that you can shape your immediate environment. You can shape the path your life takes. You can even shape the path other people's lives take. It starts with you. The magic starts at that point when you begin to realize that you are responsible for your existence. You are responsible for what you do with your life and your environment. Okay, that is the number four thing required uh, from the skills for creative uh, for critical thinking. So that's there. Number five, creativity. All right. Now, a critical thinker operates by curiosity, optimism, skepticism, and sense of responsibility and creativity, which is finding a link between two or more things that previously had no links. As a critical thinker, you are juggling information. And what are you juggling them for? Links, proof, facts. Because if one thing links to another thing that's grounded in fact, then there's a possibility that that thing that links with that thing that's grounded in fact might actually be factual in itself. Okay, so a critical thinker is constantly looking for the link. So if two plus two is four, and then four plus four is eight, then it's possible that you can divide this with this and get that. So constantly looking for a way to find links between information that's already acquired. That's the job of the critical thinker. Akitabakari uh, says, I came to understand this not too long ago. The fact that I don't agree with you over an idea or ideology does not mean you are evil. It is what it is. It is agreement over an ideology. Also, the fact that we don't agree doesn't mean I can't appreciate your position. If anyone can do this, they have 50% achieved, they have 50% achieved critical thinking. True. And then it's funny how I think, as, I don't know which philosopher said that and all that. If you are, are willing to let, to understand that disagreeing with someone does not automatically mean that they are wrong or you are right. It simply means they are different. What they are saying, they believe in it and they have uh, their own uh, information that says that this is actually okay for me. They don't have to accept your way. And that often I found is the best way to have peace, really. Unless you're in a position where they, you, are, you have created a, a shared goal or a shared mission and somebody brings something else in, then you can 
not, it's not even about thinking anymore. It's not really about uh, uh, what fact is this. Look, you came into this company to work uh, in this particular light. While I respect your opinion, this is what we're trying to achieve here. Will you be able to achieve it or not? And it's a simple thing. Agree to disagree. If you agree with us, we can do this. Um, I mean, you can keep your disagreement. You can keep your opinion. But this is what we do here. We make biscuits. If you think we should be making pure water, well, we make biscuits <laughs> and all of that. So it's to look at it differently. Samuel Asazi, Sam, thank you very much for joining us. And then Broskat Alaymi says, Sagai, sorry to bring this comment in the middle of your analysis, but I think it would depend uh, to deepen it and also put more light on October's comment. Okay, let's go. Nigeria is a nation that has a dearth of critical thinkers. Uh, because the children aren't given the opportunity, uh, the children aren't given the development they need for the world of today. In fact, their thoughts and wills are usually subdued. You mentioned something your kids created over the weekend. How many parents encourage their children to be creative? How many of them have the environment to achieve that? Hmm. How is the government handling education in Nigeria, especially primary uh, and secondary schools, which is the formative years of children? This is the key to the development of Nigeria. I. I totally agree with you in this statement. I, I'm serious about the fact that I agree with you on it. And here is the extension of that statement. It is a two-sided thing, all right? Um, let, let me give you an analogy that might help explain that better. You say, when you are growing up, you are in an environment where the, your parents smoked and drank. Then you grew up seeing smoking and drinking as not a bad thing. So now, you're 30. And then you have read books, you have seen videos, you have, you have trained as a doctor, and you realize that smoking actually destroys people. Would it be okay for you to still blame your smoking and drinking on the upbringing of your parents? Yes, they have their part to play. They taught you something different while you were growing up. But now that you have grown, you have learned something different. Now, here's where I'm going with this regarding the Nigerian uh, educational system and our uh, businessmen and women and all of that. Greater differences and advancement in everything in life on this planet has never been achieved in history by the government. The government regulates, they often don't create because there are a bunch of committees and subcommittees who agree and disagree over the littlest of things and take forever to make anything happen. That is why advancement in society is caused by the people within that society. So if our people, our parents, our grown-ups, our adults are not taking up that particular role, then it is on them, all right? The fact that the government is not doing, paying much attention to education, in more ways than one of the critical thinkers, that simply means to me that there's an opportunity to take that role up if they're not people actually want it to happen. Do you think if a variety of us, a larger percentage of us, want our educational system to be different right now, it won't be? If half of Nigeria contributes towards setting up a school system that can actually operate within the Nigerian system. You think we cannot make it happen? So effectively, while there is that part the government plays, there's also the other part that the people have to play. We might think that it, start, it needs to start from one end, let the government start it, then we will follow. But I can bet you that government has a lesser chance of stopping what the people start than the people have the chance to stop what the government starts. The people can stop what the government starts faster that the government can stop what the people start. All right? If we all agree to wear red every day for the rest of the year, the government can't stop it. They just, they can't. 
But if the government institutes that we must wear red every day to the end of the year, then we'll begin to question it. They'll begin to, why? Why should I? I don't like red? I don't want to wear red. Why should I? This is oppression. This is this. And it becomes something the government has to employ other people, get the military involved, get police to arrest people who don't wear red. And it becomes a lot much more harder to achieve. So let's always wait in those two sides of the I agree with you, but there's another side to that extension. Lulufa, come to Vongta. Baba Lulufa, thanks for joining us. Okay. Uh, Akitaba says, uh, to Brass Kent, this is outstanding. I teach my son to listen first and make his decision after appraising the fact. No position is unassailable. Question everything. Only for a parent to challenge me in the school that he asked his teacher to explain how the polar bear got to Israel during Noah's flood. <laughs> this parent actually wanted to beat myself. Please tell me what is this guy teaching his kids? <sighs> they are teaching them to limit their minds, unfortunately. So unfortunate. And this our people and they are not part of the government. We have an opportunity to actually influence the children that we're bringing up. If we do it, fine. If we don't, it's all in our hands. Okay? I smiled while listening to you. This is an argument beyond this program because I don't quite agree with you. <laughs> I understand. I, I get that a lot about it. I believe more in the power of the masses than I believe in the power of the government. All right? Anywhere in the world, check history, the people that have actually, actually made impact to our society have not been in government, the major people. Just check it all out, okay? Uh, now, we're going about uh, the fifth uh, skills required, creativity. Number seven, number sixth skill required is humility. When you're a critical thinker, you are ready to be wrong. You are open to new information because you know you don't know it all. In fact, you don't know anything. Abi, respect yourself now, show my age, Mini. Eh? So, as a critical thinker, you're humble about your knowledge because you know you don't know it all. You know that your information is still limited no matter how much of it you have acquired. So you respect your position and wait for new information. Ask people deeper questions, even on things that you think you understand. You ask them to explain what they think on that side, just in case you might actually get new information from how it's supposed to work. Okay, that's um, the sixth skill required for the critical thinker. Okay. So now let's look at what you need to do as a critical thinker, steps to take to actually get critical thinking done. Uh, meanwhile, Odile Tony, Uju Bono, and then Alara Wajibamdele has joined as well as Sledge Ama. Trust me, I know what I'm doing. All right, thanks Sledge Ama for joining us. Uh, if, you, if you know that movie, yeah, you and I are mates. <laughs> All right, so. Uh, steps to critical thinking. I hope we have time in 16 already, but I think we can do a little bit more, like 10 more or 15 minutes. So step to critical thinking. Know everything, even if you never have to use them. The critical thinker seeks to acquire knowledge at all times. You read wide, you know as much as possible, you learn even from things not directed at you. Okay, the best way to even learn is by uh, using other people's experience. You learn from their failures and their successes. You even learn from information being passed to them and not to you. You know, you learn the ways of those you don't agree with. Fact, that I think is the core uh, part of knowledge. Even those you don't seem to share their beliefs or their thoughts or their thinking processes. Learn, know what they know, just so that in in, in course of you processing what they are telling you, you have a background for it, and then. One way or the other, you are still sharing the planet with these people, whether you agree with them or not. It's best to know it and not need it than to need it and not know it. Very much like uh, what happens, it's better to know it and never use it than to not know it and then need it. 
Okay, so let's get that. Number two, step two, understand. Remember, step one, no. Step two, understand. That is the one thing that a lot of us uh, skip over on when it comes to critical uh, thinking. Understand it. It means know the situation or problem and then understand it. Often, the problem is not what it appears to be. So when you are busy trying to acquire information, you are seeking knowledge, it is best to try to understand and not just look for ways to counter what they are being told or ways to actually uh, destroy the person and what they are telling you as wrong, but seek to understand where they are coming from. And I know this is harder than I make it sound. <laughs> Understanding people uh, uh, without and uh, switching off your own bias is one of the hardest things to actually do as a human being. I mean, but then you seek to understand because that always gets you to the core of the problem faster. I mean, there are examples of people saying, oh, I need money to eat, or I need money to buy a modem to check my results on the WIAC website, or I need to buy a computer so I can develop uh, my graphic skills. These statements look like, oh, this person needs to eat, or this person needs money to buy modem, uh, to buy modem and then to buy data so that they can check their WIAC results, or this person needs a computer, needs money to buy a computer. Um, it is required to know and understand the core problem. In these three situations I just described, the person don't need money. They need access. The first person needs food. The second person needs internet access. The third person needs computer access. They do not need money to buy a computer or money to buy a modem or money to eat. They just need the end results. So while you're busy looking for money, you might miss the fact that the core problem is the fact that these people need these other basic things. And then it's possible to understand something without accepting it. All right, we already talked about that. Okay, the argument goes on here. Um, Slagyama says, thanks, bro, and then says, punchlines. All right, replies to Martin. Um, okay, I didn't see Martin's comments. Uh, Martin, I missed your comments. He said, um, I get about everybody a few things from their own paradigms. You may want to regard the person's view as shorted and biased just because it differs from yours, but that would be arenas because no matter their standpoint of paradigm. A critical thinker is a critical thinker. I am happy you said in your last comment that differences in opinion does not mean you should become enemies. Correct and absolutely on point. But I guess Akitaba has a response to that. Uh, I do not regard anyone's position as um, uh, biased um, until they prove it's biased. Like the example I gave, the person um, opposed my parenting because in his words there are some uh, things that you don't question. And I disagree with this. If the teacher or parent told my son that God did it, that is still an answer. One I disagree with, but still an answer. To decide that you can't question something, no. Okay, I, I get I get that point. See, Martins and uh, I get your two points, and I think the key point here is that it is possible for me to say, look, I'm teaching my son this way, and my son questions people in school. Now, if you don't think it's the right thing to do, why are you harassing my son? I mean, it's not that it's your son that's doing it, at least. That's what I have thought myself. If you disagree with it, it's okay. We understand that you decide to do it differently. Why almost try to beat me? Because this is what I am teaching my own child. Okay? And, of course, you can disagree without it being an issue. All right. Kelechi Adiku joined it as well as Mfam Baba. Thanks for joining us. Okay. So, note that. Number three steps to critical thinking. You must be an ideas collator, all right? Ideas collation. You, uh, for a critical thinker, you do not discard anything. You get all the ideas because nothing is stupid until it's tested. Nothing is wrong or illegal yet 
Okay, you only know what's wrong at the point of encountering it. That's often the situation of when you are trying to create something new or trying to explore new world. You might not know it's wrong until you get more information uh, about it. So you start an idea, you want to actually do this. I mean, look at how long it took for the people, uh, for the creation of the uh, combustion engine, the internal combustion engine, uh, to actually show us that uh, that smoke coming out, that carbon monoxide stuff, is actually not good for the environment. It took several years because the idea was to create a vehicle that moves using this particular fuel, and no thought went into where that smoke went. All right, the thought did not extend beyond the solution. It did not go further. It actually stopped. It is only nowadays that we start talking. Where we started talking about um, uh, how I call it now. Um, uh, there's a there's a word for it as in recycled manufacturer. That we are actually thinking of the possibilities of reusing what you're producing before you start to produce it. You are thinking about the impact of what you're trying to do on the environment before you begin to do it. So people have that now. So for a lot of ideas, you might not know it's wrong until you actually uh, actualize it, until you actually make it happen. But as a, as a critical thinker, you keep all ideas on the table. The ideas you don't use today doesn't mean they're stupid ideas at all. Oftentimes, the ideas that you had 50 years ago, 15 years ago, 20 years ago, that you thought, man, that was stupid. If you bring it out now, it might actually be the hit that you want. Okay? So nothing is stupid till it's tested. Nothing is wrong or illegal until you actually think it up. Okay? That's why, I mean, at ICCJ, one of the things we do is uh, when trying to achieve something, Throw out the silliest ideas. Oh, this man fell into a gutter and then got superpowers. Yes, a farm blew him and then started developing farm powers. Just bring it on first. Lay all the ideas on the table before we begin to break it all down. Okay? So that's number three. That's the number three step. You want to collect all your ideas. Number four. Then after collecting your ideas, you now become an idea sieve. You begin to bring that sieve. And that sieve itself is a series of questions that you, as a critical thinker, as prepared for your own uh, purposes. You have a goal that you want to achieve. So you have set yourself some level of questions, things you ask about what you're trying to achieve before it happens. And I see this as one of the core questions we ask ourselves is, how can we make it possible? But that's that's the core question. Every other thing now is okay. Uh, after saving all the ideas, after putting all the ideas, we will see it through these questions and steps. Uh, what can work? How can it work? Where can it work? When can it work? Who can make it work? Is it legal? Is it moral? Okay? Now, these things are not arranged in an order of importance. It doesn't mean that morality is more less important than legality, or legality is not as important as what can make it work. The question is, throw out everything and start from the easiest one to do. What can work? I mean, a variety of things when you're thinking about it, in your imagination, everything works. So put them down. Then how can it work? That how begins to now sieve some things up. That's when you begin to realize uh, this and this and this. Uh, the technology could to do that. Uh, no, that's no, no, no. We don't have that technology yet. So that can work. This can work. This can work. Then where can it work? Another question. So we know how it can work. But under what circumstances, which country, which city, which area, uh, which set of people would, it, would be able to accept it? Then when can it work? Is this something we can achieve in two weeks, in two months, in two years, in 20 years? How can we make it happen? When can it actually work? Then who can make it work? What do we need? Who do we need? Who are the people we need to make this thing happen? After all of that, is this legal? 
Is there any law against this really awesome idea we have created? After seeing all of that on ground, is there any law against it in any country? Is this going to be considered something worth jailing us for before we do it? And all of that. Then at the end of it, okay, even if there's no law against it, is it morally okay to do this? As a person, is it against your values? Does it go against your morals? Now note, uh, for most people, they put morality as the final gate. All right? No matter what every other thing says at the beginning of this call, the conversation of collating your ideas or saving your ideas, it all goes through that final scene that says, look, can we boldly say we did this knowing that it will not negatively impact anybody and it's morally okay to do? And that depends on you as an individual or your organization and what you decide to do, okay? So we'll be handing this uh, very soon because, ah, okay. Um, well, anyways, we're going to get into that. Uh, maybe I, I did mention that this is going to be a two-part thing, so we're going to definitely continue this next week because there's so much to talk about regarding critical thinking. And then also, uh, we'll be talking about the mental roadblocks to critical thinking. Unfortunately, we're not able to address the issue of creating space to create, but don't worry. We're going to make sure that is our topic for next week to explore further. So uh, stay tuned for that. Watch out for that in the next edition of the show. Before I end up, for those who are just joining us right now, like uh, Aditya, DQ, and okay, from over, uh, where you can watch uh, previous episodes uh, of the show on my page on Facebook or log on to www.anchor.fm to watch, to listen to podcasts or past episodes as well. And this episode will be available on my page on Facebook in the next few minutes so you can rewatch it and then catch up on all these things. Put your comments, contributions, all your questions in the comment section and we'll seek to respond to them before next week, all right? And remember still, in case you have not gotten garage combat, I don't know what you are waiting for. Kilo dinner, eh? eh? Not the dollar, no, 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 Thank you very much, Matthew Zococo, for uh, being one of our earlier customers uh, for garage combat, and he said he totally enjoyed it. Well, if you never know, and that means he, now only story you did here, why you don't go get your own copy now? We copy it now, people, all right? Martin's last, last word says, uh, I understand your point, but the fact that you question some truths will not alter them. True. Some people say there are 100 genders, but nature says there are two. No matter who questions it, well, let's not cut direction and distraction on the show with argument. <laughs> anyway, information, acquisition, and knowledge varies across uh, the sphere of humanity. That is why we always have uh, ways to talk. Okay, uh, Bros. Ken says, how do we get uh, garage combat? Garage Combat is available at www.comically.com. You can get the digital version uh, uh, on that uh, website. I'm sharing it with you right now. Um, and then if you want the physical copy, it will be out soon. I will, will be, watch out for the announcement. For those of you that want to live in the physical age, come at me, come at me, we know we can get the printed copy for you very soon. All right, guys. Until I see you guys again next time, uh, next week, and you know how to do it, you must to create or die trying. Make up here. Let's go. All right.